Hello, everyone, and welcome to a Playful Escape podcast, a podcast where two sisters talk about practically anything. My name is Kimberly. And my name is Cindy. And we are your hosts. So, Cindy, what do you want to talk about today? All right. So, based off of Kim's and her friends' conversations, this inspired this episode. We didn't quite know how to go about this, but when I thought about it, I thought, that's not bad. That's pretty good. So, Kim and her friends have daily Zoom meetings, if not at least weekly or bi-weekly Zoom meetings, and they're just always talking, conversating. And she talked about how she has this one friend who's a huge advocate for products that is, she's always recommending products to everybody. And the funny thing is, Kim was telling me that she was recommending products to her friends, but those recommendations are usually from me. From converting into this lower waste lifestyle, I make a lot of recommendations. And so Kim makes recommendations based off of products that she's liked or has begun using. So that is why we are going to do this episode, which is a way to just talk about products that maybe people aren't really aware of that you can like look into and also just to recommend good products. Right before this episode, Kim was talking about how she needs shampoo and she's looking for a lower waist, clean version of shampoos, which I have also been recommending but it's hard to find products you like. Do you not agree, Kim? Yeah, I agree. And I think it's even harder that not every person is the same. We all have hair, but the type of hair that we have is always going to be different. Even the color of our hair to the texture to where our location is to the concerns that we have. While there may be all of these different variables, the basic need of shampoo is one that we all have. Yeah, I think that goes with anything, not just specifically hair products, any product. Everybody is different in size, shape, color, texture, skin. It doesn't matter. We, we all have different bodies. I often recommend products to Simon as well. Like, I recommend products to you. And... It takes me so long to try and find something that he will like and actually use because my goal is to reduce your waste or to find something healthier for you. And I actually really like doing that. I'm not going to lie. There's a huge passion behind this for me, doing research, learning about products. And the funniest thing is that even before I do research, mom ends up getting these products. For example, to reduce drying time and replace dryer sheets, you can use wool balls in your dryer. Mm -hmm. And our mom actually bought that. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it was. And before I had even really looked into any of this, she bought them and she's like, oh, I thought we could try them out. And I was like, oh, okay. And we do. We use them all the time, basically. There are times now that we don't really use them. There are various different types of wool balls and different companies you can buy. And for Christmas, I actually bought Simon's family well a specific family of his because obviously you know he ha- you have his parents his siblings and stuff one of his siblings and their married partner spouse and child and everything i usually buy things for them 
very eco-consciously because one, I know they would appreciate it. And two, I know they care as well. So it's kind of like, okay, I know you'll appreciate that I'm doing this for you. Even if it's not something you really want, you like the logic behind it. It's like, yes, socks, but not only socks, organic socks. You're like, oh, okay, cool. Organic cotton socks or recycled polyester socks or whatever it may be. There's a purpose behind the products that I usually buy. And for a couple of years, I've bought bamboo toothbrushes for people or specific types of toothpaste. And even me, who's already has some of these products, I'm still trying different ones to see my favorite. That way, after I find my favorite, there's no variation. I'm most likely not going to switch. Yeah. So I was going to say for Simon, the product that I've been switching for him is his deodorant. And I've gone through like three or four different companies and I finally found one that he likes. And he, <laughs> I try to <laughs> recommend him because they have different packaging styles. And I told him, oh, you can switch the packaging. And he was like, no. Don't change it. It works perfectly now. Don't change what's already been found. <laughs> He's like, this is fine. This is perfect. It's just the whole purpose behind it. He's like, it's good now. Don't mess with it. It's like, you mess with it, it's going to ruin everything. So I was like, okay, it's perfect. I'll leave it alone. Yeah. And I think one of the things that we have to take into consideration with this is that you're doing the research for these things. And then from there, the website that you usually use for most of the stuff is Earth Harbor. No, not Earth Harbor. Um, Earth Harbor Skincare. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, sorry. Earth Hero. Yes. Uh, so from Earth Hero, they have like sample size things, which is where Earth Harbor comes from for us. Yes. Like one of the things for me, like you brought up the shampoo, I started trying out shampoo bars instead of regular liquid shampoo. Mm -hmm. And not just the full size shampoo bars. I checked out a website and they had trial sizes. And then from there, I tried out whatever I got, figured out. One that I kind of like that I'm considering to buy full-size version of, but I still am hesitant because I know that it sometimes works and then it sometimes doesn't depending on the days, depending on my diet, depending on a lot of other stuff that happens. So that's one thing as far as like hair part. Then there's skincare. You and I have both tried two. Well, I think you tried three. Yes. Yes. I've, I've tried. Ooh. I think you have four. You might have four different skincare things. One of them isn't necessarily like eco-friendly. It's just free samples that people have gotten and given to me. So I, I have to finish them. Mm-hmm. I feel like this solemn duty to finish it before I replace it. Although I do have alternatives, I, I still am finishing one. So it's like, say, five days out of the week, I'm using one skincare regimen. And then two days out of the week, I'm using various other ones just because I want to spoil myself those two days. Yeah. From that sampler set, I'm going to talk about the two that I got. Mm -hmm. uh, they're two small sample packs. But when I tried the first one that I received, which was Skin Activist Collective, something like that. Yes. It hit the target points that I needed as far as like moisture, but the routine for it was a bit too oily for my skin that I just felt like I was getting oil everywhere. But it's supposed to be like eco-friendly. 
and all of those things. So even though it was that, it just, I knew it doesn't fit for me and I can't finish it, but I'm still pushing myself to finish it. I will say what I found using products that are solely from this company is yes, it gives off a like oily or dewy skin complexion. But to be honest with you, my skin did feel like clean. And yeah, all day you could see like this shininess over my skin because I personally don't wear makeup. So if someone had done their skincare routine and then prepped their face for makeup, maybe they wouldn't have an oily face all day, but I did. And I mean, I probably did it midday because that day, usually there are days where I have to school right away and I just quickly wash my face with regular soap and water. But later on, you're like, all right, let me wash my face really nice. Or or there are other days where you do that early in the morning and you feel good throughout the day. Either way, it did look that way, which like you said, a little too oily. Yeah, that being said, we were raised to just do the essentials and it wasn't until I developed my acne really badly I think during college where I went to the doctor and they recommended me to do like more routines to my face rather than just soap and water because that's what we were doing all the time washing our face with just soap and water. We didn't know about cleansers or toners or serums or any of those things until we got introduced a two-step, three-step program. And then after that, we did a little bit more. Not a lot, but a little bit. So it's actually funny that you say that. I actually, I don't want to say this because it sounds bad. Like I don't really take care of my skin or I didn't really. Because yeah, I would wash my face with soap and water, but I also really didn't struggle with acne like you did and if I did have blemishes they weren't very pronounced and even if I had them I wouldn't pick at them the only ones that I pick at are the ones where I usually have my hands grabbing so like I have a little one on my chin right now it's just like a little scar I had a pimple there and I always put my hand on my chin so I always have to like pick at it Or occasionally on my forehead when I'm thinking, I'm putting my hands on my forehead. So especially when I'm in school, it's like I'm leaning on my hand to hold my head, which is placed around my forehead. Yeah, so I think for me, and I guess it's always going to be different for everyone. I think the root for me of the acne isn't just like hereditary because it kind of is for us. Is it? In a sense, we have a parent that does tend to have some blemishes or does tend to develop like uh, scarring on their skin. Mm. But beyond that, I think hormones is a big thing for me. And you know a little bit more about the story with my hormones and maybe a couple people in our lives kind of know about it. But beyond that, the public does not know. <laughs> and that would also explain why my acne was pretty bad as, as far as that goes. But beyond that skincare trial set that you kind of liked, but you're still trying to figure out if you know if you like it or not, I tried out a second one, which is called Earth Harbor, which is how I confused Earth Harbor and Earth Hero. And I actually ended up loving that one. I do too. I, I actually, I've told you that I, I bought the same sets and everything and they feel really light they are really nice and the funny thing is they actually have this serum or enzyme mask right okay the the glow juice what is that one 
That one, I think it is an enzyme mask. Yeah, so um, they have an enzyme mask that is meant for like night skincare or for blemishes, like spot treatment. And that's actually what I use it for. I literally have not tried it for anything other than spot treatment because when I had mini blemishes that were just, they just felt irritated. I was like, I wonder if I have something in my skincare products that I haven't used that I can use for spot treatments because, well, it's like irritating. And I found out that this specific enzyme mask that we had was good for spot treatments. You just apply it and leave it on. Whereas the mask, if you apply it to your face, you like wash it off. But spot treatment, you leave it on. I was like, okay, cool, great. And it recommends to like apply as needed, basically. They recommend like three times probably a day. Mm -hmm. And I will not lie to you. I think that glow juice is like really good. All the time I use it, I feel like it helps with like the irritation of my blemishes. And then I feel like this leads up to your story that you just told our mom that you had burned yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so last weekend, actually, I had plugged in my, the curling iron to curl or straighten my bangs. And my mom had just trimmed my bangs. And uh, so I'm still getting used to that. And I usually use the straightener. And with the straightener, even if you like place it on your skin, it's not going to leave a surface burn on your skin. It, it'll hurt, but it won't burn. And with the curling iron, it's all metal around. It's going to burn. And I had burned my forehead. It wasn't bad, but I had developed a scar right away. It was tough around that area. And what I ended up doing is, I think this happened on Saturday or Sunday, something like that. I did my skincare routine with the Earth Harbor products. And I had used the glow juice because as a spot treatment on top of that burn, like moisturizers, all of those, everything. The whole nine yards. And I had dabbed a little extra of the glow juice on that area maybe twice a day. In the morning when I would do my facial routine and in the evening. I kid you not, two days later, that scar was gone. I mean, that alone to me says that it's it's pretty good to have stored away somewhere in your in your little skincare regimen. Just for like those little spots that are a little bit irritated or any scars that you've developed. It's really helpful to take care of those problem areas. And that's actually the sole purpose I use it. Like I, I didn't even read anything else that I could use it for other than like a night mask. That alone was worth the purchase because if you do have irritated skin, it helps calm it. So that's actually what I keep applying to like little blemishes if you don't like the other products though can i have them i haven't tried anything else yet but if you don't like them can i oh yeah i'll give you the skin activist that's not what i asked <laughs> no i mean i tried the the cleanser oil <laughs> that's fine i don't mind it i don't hate it i don't dislike it i tried the calypso and Actually, I have tried a couple of them, but it's only been like once and they're all really nice. So I don't think I'm not going to like anything. Yeah. Okay. Sad face. They are really nice. Like they're super light on the skin. They're really easy to apply. They're super cute too. <laughs> they are. So going back to like recommending products, what? I wanted to interrupt though. I tried to sell. 
Oh, okay. Earth Harbor to one of my friends. Yeah. And she pulled up the website and she's like, Kimberly, you didn't tell me they were vegan. You didn't tell me they were cruelty free. You got to know your audience. If you had just told me they were vegan, I would have been like sold. <laughs> yeah, most most of the companies that I like to use are cruelty free always. Vegan certain products. But yes, I, I really like this company. I found them on Earth Hero and made a f- my first purchase through Earth Hero. But after that, I found that Earth Harbor tends to have their own sales and stuff, mm-hmm. which makes it so much easier just to buy directly from the source. Whereas those sales don't transfer over to Earth Hero, for example. I do want to chime in here. You had used this website and described it as the Amazon of eco-friendly and sustainable stuff. Yes. While it is an Amazon of eco-friendly and sustainable stuff, I think it is a good introduction to those things because they're not going to have all of the products on that website. They're only going to have a select amount. So for us, they have the starter kits. And then we went and explored their website and then saw, oh, they have their own sales. They have their own whole skincare routine and a wider selection of items that I ended up buying more from them even after the starter stuff. Yeah, but I will say, although it's a good introduction to then have you branch out, sometimes you don't want to branch out. Mm -hmm. So you could love this company and this one product, but everything else may not be equally as great in your eyes. So you may just want that one product from that one company. That's where I think it's nice to have the option of like, okay, I want to buy this one product from this one company. Oh, but you know what? I also need some other things. So it's like having that option to have everything in the same place is pretty good. Oh, it's a great place to have everything in one place. Like, for example, you, you're trying to look for an alternative shampoo. If you don't like the different shampoos from the same company, you can buy a shampoo from one company and a conditioner from another company. But instead of actually making two different transactions in different websites, you could buy it all on Earth Hero. That's what I'm saying, the conveniences. It is like an Amazon account where you make one purchase, quote unquote. I'm sure maybe occasionally you get charged from different vendors because sometimes that is that is just how it is. And sometimes they get shipped in the same box if they're in the same warehouse. But other times they can get shipped from different warehouses. So there's, you know, say you bought five items two of them are in one place three of them in another place so you get two boxes but either way the way it's shipped and everything is usually very eco-friendly minimal plastic i will say there are occasions where they might have something wasteful but earth hero has a pretty good system where if you don't want to buy something that's plastic you can put that like in a filter yeah where it's like okay i want something vegan i want something that has no plastic and I want something cruelty free give me my results what are my options I think a really good thing about earth hero and I don't know if Amazon does this I do know Amazon does have some filters but it's not the best is that you can even choose from what brands the categories the blends of fabric the fragrances there's a lot of things that they are combined within the website and I think they have all of these tags on the item before they 
publish it to the website that makes it easier to filter through all of that yeah and that to be honest i think that's one of my favorite things about the website being able to filter through everything or just solely looking through one brand just because oh i heard about this brand let me see what it's about you know then those are your options so i personally think that anybody anybody listening to this podcast that's at all slightly interested it is free (laughs) you don't have to pay for it like amazon but you do have to pay for your shipping when you buy stuff if it's under a certain amount of money yes i was gonna say that they do have like that if you spend fifty dollars if you spend a hundred dollars i don't know exactly how much it is you don't have to pay for shipping i think it's 75 dollars to be honest with you i'm not a hundred percent sure but they do have this point system rewards which I think is every six months, if you say get a thousand points, you get 10 or $15 off. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. I don't know the exact number of those, but it does allow you to get coupons yeah. just for using that their website, which I think is a, it's an award system. Yeah. But it's enough of an incentive for you to explore it and see what you do like i will definitely leave a link to earth hero in the description if y'all want to check it out yeah i was gonna say it i think the point system i think it is a thousand points but every dollar you spend is one point so it would mean you need to spend a thousand dollars to get say ten dollars which sounds crazy but i did all my shopping on earth hero for christmas so that thousand dollars for me came really quickly and i was able to make a purchase and then say those 10 or 15 dollars that i got i used to purchase something else i'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you I, I have pretty much liked everything i've bought from earth hero i don't think there is something that i haven't liked yeah and it's a good place to start but going from that i know you have recommended a bunch of stuff to me yes and you said you recommended a bunch of stuff to simon Mm -hmm. and some of those things are things that we never have considered right and some of those things i've recommended to my friends Mm -hmm. this week alone excellent so what are some of the basic things that you think we don't think about to just make that small change within our lives All right, I'm going to do, (laughs) I'm pretty sure I've already mentioned this, that I, when we talked about my eco-friendly or environmental whatever on our podcast, my speech that I created. Yes. Where it's the dramatic factor. So what is the first thing you do when you get up? Besides opening your eyes? Yeah. What activity? Apart from getting up, getting dressed, what activity do you usually do when you wake up? For me, it's like washing my face and brushing my teeth. Okay, so those things alone require a product that may have plastic in it or you just passively purchased without really thinking about. So brushing your teeth, that's your toothpaste and your toothbrush. But there's also mouthwash and floss that people don't always think about. So I have a bamboo toothbrush and I've had a bamboo toothbrush for like four years, five years now. Mm-hmm. It's not the same one. It's a different one. But it's <laughs> I've purchased <laughs> multiples for like the past five years and I've gifted 
bamboo toothbrushes, as I've stated. I have toothpaste. Okay, so I've gone a process with toothpaste. I've tried making my own with baking soda and coconut oil. It's good. It does feel really clean and refreshing, especially when you add a little bit of peppermint oil because then it feels minty, but it can be abrasive. So I don't like using it all the time. It's only when you need a nice deep clean and it could make your teeth sensitive. I mean, it really depends. This isn't all based on science, but those are things I've heard constantly when doing research about making your own toothpaste. People always stray away from that because it's abrasive and it could be damaging to your teeth. Although I liked that option, it was super easy to do. It was just baking soda, coconut oil, and maybe some peppermint oil. It wasn't entirely convenient if you didn't have the time to make it. Or if it's colder, it's harder. Or if it's hot, it's liquidy. So there's just a little bit of inconsistency. Mm -hmm. So I did that for like a little test batch. I finished it and I remade it. But after that time, I stopped. So after that, I bought toothpaste that is in an aluminum tube and aluminum is recyclable but I haven't even actually finished that toothpaste so I haven't looked into ways of properly disposing of it that can also be an issue so I looked into an alternative from that and there's tooth tabs which I was hesitant at first because it just doesn't feel the same so obviously there's that option of yes buying just a regular toothpaste in a tube but it's not quite the same it's different packaging but even the consistency is different which I don't entirely mind it's fine I like it. It's convenient. And if you don't want to really change or stray too far away from your standard toothpaste, that's probably your best option. But I also don't know the problems with disposing of it properly yet because I haven't finished it. So that's something that people that they, if they want to do that, they have to properly dispose of it and take care of it if they really want to, which sometimes people don't. My new venture into tooth tabs or toothpaste tabs are actually, I think, what I'm going to stick to. So it's a little tablet. It looks like a little mint and you chew on it and it gets a little foamy and then you brush your teeth with whatever you produce. I stuck to a specific brand because I tried their mouthwash tablets to reduce the amount of waste from mouthwash. I used mouthwash tablets that you dissolve in a little bit of water and then you just gurgle and spit. So because I bought the mouthwash tablets, I tried the tooth tablets from that company and they're fine, they're good, but there is a more commonly known toothpaste tablet company that (laughs) that people like and prefer. After having tried those two tablets that I currently bought, I can see why the other ones are more desirable because the shape of the tablets are different. So I feel like perhaps that's just why it would be more preferred over the other. So those are going to be my next purchase after I finish all my toothpaste things. And I will say, although I haven't finished my toothpaste tube and I bought the tooth tablets, it's not that I haven't been working on finishing it. It's just I tried it because I bought it just to try it. I don't use it every day and just forget and neglect the other one. I I still use that one all the time, but... I would like to know that some of the products that you do get, like if you were to leave them in the bathroom where everyone else has access to it, it might finish faster because there's more people in the household using it. But you always put it aside because you're testing them out from there. If you do end up liking it, then that's where it's kind of a free for all. And then those products are pricey too. You don't want everyone to just use it really quickly. So Yes, I will say that these products do add up and I feel like a lot of people don't 
really take that into consideration. But that's also why I keep them to myself. Not because, oh, I don't want to share. I don't mind if people use my products. But if I were to tell them, oh, you have to buy me a new one, and they look at the price, they're going to be like, you're crazy. Why are you purchasing this? And I don't want that judgment because this is my choice and I have a reason behind it, which is what I've been advocating. I want a cleaner lifestyle in all aspects. So I feel like the penny pinchers, this isn't probably the best thing for you, but there are alternatives. If you just can't afford it and you don't want to make anything, stick to what you know. There's nothing wrong with that, but just be more conscious that you have to finish everything you buy. Don't be wasteful. It's like, oh, I still got like halfway, but it's like old already. It's like, no, if you're halfway and you see that it's getting old, go through it faster so you finish it. Don't let it go to waste. So it's just, I don't know. That's that's just how I feel. Yeah, like you said, if I do put certain things out for everybody (laughs) to use, it will finish faster, but I'm the one paying for it usually. So I usually like to keep it to myself because they are pricier. So that's just how it is. Yeah. But I will also add that you did mention that you don't really realize how much you can actually save as well. Yeah. For example, one product that can be universal is a safety razor. I have no idea how much disposable razors are because I have not bought any. Before I even had a safety razor, my parents bought all the razors, all the disposable razors. But I do know they are expensive. For a pack of three, the value packs at Target is about 10 bucks. Okay. And that's... The pink ones, so the women's ones. I can look at the men's. It's probably going to be for the three pack, eight bucks because of the pink tax, which is another thing. Anyways, moving on. Okay, so let's say you're spending $10 for three razors. I spent $20 for my safety razor, the actual handle and place where I put blade because the blades you have to purchase separately. So say I spent $20 on mine. I bought mine on Amazon back when I would use Amazon for everything. I still have Amazon, but everybody else uses it, not me. I mean, maybe occasionally for books, but that's it. But I bought that on Amazon, I don't know, four years ago probably, and I bought the blades. And I will say it's probably more, I don't know, I don't want to say wasteful, but like bottom on Amazon as well. So the ones that I purchased back when I wasn't so careful about where I was buying everything, I spent $30 on, say, 100 blades and a safety razor. I still have the same razor and I haven't finished those 100 blades for my safety razor. So I spent $30 four years ago and I haven't spent another dime on razors since. I've probably used 20, maybe 30 razors. Maybe 20 because I don't really use it that often. And if I do, I'm usually careful. They take care of the razor. There's stuff that you can do. And obviously, if you want to prolong things, you're going to do the research. So I do that research. I make sure that my razor is sharp. I make sure that it has oil and it's not wet. It's not rusting. And I don't keep it in the bathroom. So I am super conscious of the way things are kept. I recently purchased a cover for it because I used to keep it in the box, the original box it came in, but the box was too bulky in my opinion. So I bought a little cover 
So if I keep the blade in the razor, it won't cut me if I try to grab it. It's like a little leather cover. Super cute. I like it. I really like it. <laughs> I also bought that on Amazon, I think. It was a little... I don't know if it was expensive or not. So maybe I, I did spend maybe I'd say another $10 on the little leather cover. So I spent $40 on my razor <laughs> for the past four years, maybe. But that just means you haven't bought more since then. And rather than spending 10 bucks for three, maybe let's just say once a month mm -hmm. within that year, you would have spent 120 bucks. And you said you did it for four years. So about 480 bucks. Yeah, is roughly how much you would have spent. So in some cases, the upfront cost is more. Mm -hmm. But the longevity of that cost is longer. Yes. So if people often look at this low waste lifestyle and think that's way too much money out of my pocket. Yes, it's true. In the beginning, it can be. So it's nice to have products that are reusable because you don't really technically have to spend that money again unless that product gets damaged or you need to replace it because it's been a while. Which happened to me with mine. Yes. So yours was damaged because it fell really dangerously. <laughs> Yeah, that one, it was drying. I, I was waiting for it to dry and I hadn't put the cover on and it fell. And my mom tried to catch it and she cut herself because it's a safety razor. You gotta be careful with them. Yeah. But it fell on the blade of it, the like the corner of it. So the blade bent so she couldn't open the, the head. Yeah, to replace it. So it, it yeah, it just it got damaged. Even if I had been able to open it, I wouldn't have felt comfortable using it. Yeah, just it because again it was damaged. That. So I bought a replacement. Yeah. Yeah. Which I need to do with uh, a different thing. So I will say that I do want to buy a different safety razor because I have a standard safety razor where mine is actually a little different style than yours. It took me a while. Yours is bulkier. It looks bulkier, but I. I really don't mind it. Actually, we could, we have to start sharing more on our Instagram. So we could actually take pictures and show our safety razors if that's something anyone is interested in. I've already talked about my nice headphones. That That is an option that we can start doing. I can start taking pictures of alternatives because in my house, people are still using wasteful things. But I mean, I live with them and I can't change them. If they don't want to spend the money, I'm not going to make them. If people don't want to make that difference or change, I'm not going to judge them. I mean, it's not easy and you have to be fully conscious of the purchases you're making. Yeah, I think it's just really interesting how much and how many items are out there that we can just be a little bit more cautious about. For example, and I'm going to say this because I know most of our demographic who listens to this happen to be females. I know I feel really bad that we actually don't have more males listening to us. And I feel kind of bad that most of our conversations are primarily like feminine based, if you will. Like we're talking about skincare and stuff right now. So, but I mean, it is what it is. A couple of the things that I want to bring up for the people who are genuinely listening that they can consider is like makeup wipes. Mm -hmm. For Christmas, you bought me makeup wipes and all I need to do is just buy the makeup remover and or a cleanser. And that's those come in glass bottles instead of disposable plastic pouches that I used to use. 
And those ended up being better and they're lasting me a little bit longer. Granted, I'm not using that much makeup, but they're lasting me much longer and take up less space for me than they would if I had bought in the pouches because I didn't have a designated place to store them. Another thing, and this is going to be gross for the guys, are the feminine products that we're using, the fabric pads. I've recommended that to friends and I had one buy some this week. Yeah, so there are different alternatives. I I feel like you should have given more pause. <laughs> so if people didn't want to hear that, but now you have like two seconds to stop listening and wait until we say safe again. I don't know. We put like time marks or something. <laughs> Avoid these seconds. We don't need to go into detail. No, no, no. But what I was going to say really quickly is reusable pads yes they're fabric pads is one option there's also menstrual cups which is another option if that's your interest if that's what you think you'd prefer and there's also more recently they're more expensive i will say that and you're probably going to need to spend more money if you want to actually use them there's also period underwear that's newly coming into fashion but it's in something that people want and something people are liking or trying maybe eventually that's what i will venture into but right now that's not currently what i have just because it is expensive and i'll probably make a purchase and buy one to try it but if i like it i'm gonna want more <laughs> that's gonna be a problem <laughs> Yeah. So right now, what I have works for me. The most wasteful thing I feel that I have is when I eat. <laughs> just in general, when I eat, I just sometimes we're not very cautious of what we purchase that we eat. You know, you go to the store to buy a fruit and you put your fruit in a bag. You buy cheese from the cheese department or meat from the meat department and everything's packaged or you're given it to you packaged again so it's just that is what's really wasteful food <laughs> in general but everything else I feel like I've gotten a good control over I have my own shampoo and conditioner that I use I have my own lotion that I use I have other lotions that are still I'm still trying to go through that have been packaged in like plastic bottles and stuff but it's hard to finish so much lotion when you're given so much of it I have bamboo hairbrush that, I don't know, like three Christmases ago, I asked for it and my brother and my parents both bought me one. Luckily, it was different styles, so it was fine. I have a wood bore brush, which is actually how I brush my hair today. So when I want smooth hair, that's what I use. <laughs> I have different alternatives boar obviously it's not vegan but this was way before i started this journey our mom bought this because she read that it's supposedly good for your hair so she bought it to try it and she gave it to me because the way my mom purchases things is hey you guinea pig try this <laughs> basically <laughs> literally she is she'll see something and okay we will preface this she doesn't buy these items for price no she usually buys them on clearance and then she just thinks maybe kim might use this yes. or cindy might use this so there's a couple of products that we do have around the house that we are testing out because she had thought about us while shopping that we may have a greater need for it and if she notices that we do end up enjoying it then she'll buy it again when it happens to be on sale because why do you want to spend a lot of money on a full priced item just to try it out 
Yeah, so like she's bought dry shampoo for us, not fully knowing if we would like it, but it was on sale. So she's like, oh, so they can try it to see if we like it. Maybe we'll buy some. We're just basically trying it out on clearance, which I don't mind. I don't mind trying things out, but I also don't want to be wasteful. It's like, oh, let's try everything. <laughs> no, I don't need everything. I, I barely put products in my hair, so I don't really need all that stuff. I will say mom has gotten more use out of that dry shampoo than we have. Has she really? Yeah. I used it the other day. Because her hair is straighter as far as like the texture goes. That for me, I can't do dry shampoo because it's wavy. It's really, really textured. And for you, it's super long for you to put dry shampoo and brush it to get the full clean thing. It's just harder for you. But since she has that short hair, straight hair. Does she even use it? Not every day. She uses it once in a while. Yeah, I used it the other day. She's used it the most. I, I will say it, it is a wasteful habit to buy things just because they're on clearance. But it is a good way to find things that you like not without having to pay full price. Mm -hmm. I mean, it depends on what you want, really. But I was going to say something relating to products, but I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. It's okay. I forgot. <laughs> it's going to bother me all day. <laughs> if any of you guys have any recommendations on sustainable or cleaner or more eco-friendly brands or products that we may not know about, even though we do research, we don't know everything. We're always willing to learn a little bit more. What are you talking about? I know everything. <laughs> no, you don't. But send those recommendations our way to let us know why you like those items or products and maybe give us a little bit of backstory on the company information. We like to learn more. Is it vegan and cruelty free? <laughs> we may never know. Anyway, hope you all love listening to this episode. Make sure y'all come back next week for whatever we talk about next time. We are on all social medias. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Patreon. We have a Discord server. I don't know if I missed any of the other social medias, but follow us, message us, share us. Our username is A Playful Escape. You can send us an email at aplayfulescape at gmail.com. Tell us some stories that you want us to share on the podcast. Send us questions of things you want us to talk about. Sin, do you think there's anything else I'm missing? Yeah, remember not to let strangers massage you. Yes, don't ever let strangers massage you. <laughs> Until next time, bye. Bye, everybody.